Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. Robbie Covington studio with the red record light flashing. This is Guys of a Certain Age. I'm joined alongside with Art Shirley and Jay Reed. Is this like the third? Is that Lurch you were doing there? Lurch had a little Lurchy in the. It really was Lurchy. Adam's family. No, I'm sorry, the monsters. Hire me. Adam's family. Which one is it? Adam's family's Lurch. It's Adam's family Lurch. Yes. Yes. It is. Yes. Yeah. Lurch. You rang. Which, I mean, the Adams Family has intruded upon progressive commercials now. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Boy, we're already off the rails. We're already <laughs> off the rails. I was going to ask, do the, do the light change from red to uh, brown as it goes into fall? No, it doesn't. Oh. It just adds a little extra green to oh, okay. it. So, okay. Anyway. You'll All right. Have to, you'll have to let me know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. Let's cleanse the palate. Geeks of the Week. We have no idea what Jay's going to say, so let's look at him in baited anticipation. In baited anticipation. I don't know. I love how he makes up phrases. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's that, just the way of the culture these days. That is, that is. All right, what do you got? So, Queen, you need to look this up, queenstudios.shop. I came across this. I got oh, Hold a, on a minute. The last time you sent a link. You're yeah. right. I know. I got you in trouble. Right. Yeah. Well, there. you didn't get me in trouble, but. Well, yeah. this came I, out on some Marvel email that i get came trying to sell me these life-size um statues busts of marvel characters <laughs> the website is queenstudios.shop oh it man how many did you get amazing <laughs> no let me tell you why i didn't get them first of all how much money no object the loki one was the one that i was kind of on the email uh, but they have pretty much all the major like avenger spider-man characters life-size busts so you've got Tom Holland, his face, the silicone skin, the glass mm-hmm. eyes that are medical grade, the hair that is supposedly individually done. Look at that. So see, um, he's oh, got this it up. Is, this is creepy. It, well, that's not even the creepiest. Look at Tom Holland right there. I mean, that is, that's something you could have in your house. I'm, I'm looking at a life-size bust of Tom Holland. For the low, low price of $3,680, wow. you can have that in your office, yeah, Robbie. Yeah, $970 is due now. 2710 when it ships. Yeah, and so when you yeah, look at the page, no. it says, you know, starting at 970, what you don't realize is that's what your payment starts at. That's not the... Uh, yeah. Oh, that's not nuts. the cheapest one you can no, get. No, 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 no. And there's only 14 left. Oh, wow. So look, if you look at, there's an Iron Man, like a one-to-one ratio Iron Man statue, which is right there, the one that says out of stock. That's check, the Check full that body, price. Huh? That's full body... <laughs> and it's not available in my country. It's no, no. It's ten thousand dollars. Wow, almost eleven thousand. It's available in Hong Kong, Macai, M A C A U, Taiwan, South Korea, Southeast Asia, and Europe. Oh yeah. my! And Loki is available also in Brazil. So even though we can't get it, our listeners in Brazil can have the Loki's on page four. If you go to, the, <laughs> it's, I, I like this it's eerie. Oh. I like this one and a half scale statue of Iron Man Mark. Oh, no, Iron Man Mark one half scale statue, not one and a half scale. What am I doing? Yeah, you need to. Yeah. you need to look at Loki. Okay, I'm getting to Loki. I'm getting to. You said Loki's on page. He's on page four. He's on the last page of it. Oh wow, 
that's like somebody it's, cut off Tim Hiddleston's head. Yeah, and or, gave Tom, it to, or Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, yeah or Tim or Tom or one of the Hiddlestons. Look at that. You see well, that? Well, Tim on? is his uh, twin brother. Is so it? that may actually be his head. Yeah. Wow. Well, supposedly he approved this and all that, but the licensing rights is why we can't get Loki's uh, so what can we, head here. So what can we get here? <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't really in the market for one, so I didn't look at all of them. We're buying uh, one on the guy's account right now. Yeah, whatever account that is. Uh, GoFundMe. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look, look at, at Vision. Yeah, look at Vision. That's crazy. This is crazy. So, queenstudios.shop, it's a legitimate website, you know, unlike some of the and websites. it's not just Marvel. They've got some DC stuff and some, um, uh, what is it, what's it say at the top? It says Alita. Alita, that's the one. Yeah. Coming soon, DC, Marvel, origin story, blog, and customer service. Yeah. Customer services has the least number of statues. Yeah, them. I would think so. This is crazy. See, look at Catwoman. It's got it's Anne Hathaway. I mean, it's yeah. Sorry, it's sorry, listeners, kind of that this is an audio only podcast yeah. that you can't see what we're looking at. What's that website again, though? It's, Queenstudios.shop. You you know the only thing missing is a Freddie Mercury statue from Queens Studios. Gotcha. Yeah, Badoom Ching. <laughs> they will rock us. <laughs> Okay. Speaking of Arrakis, another anyway. one bites the dust. I think is the uh, the way we should approach that joke. I was going to make a Dune comment. Speaking of Arrakis, oh, oh. Arrakis Amadeus. Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry, Jay. Were you done? I'm pretty much done. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing though. That's amazing stuff. Yeah, good find. Good find. Art. I think there's a reason you and I are not on that list. We Probably don't collect not, yeah. as much as Jay does. Right. That could very well be. Yeah. Very well be. Or they so could are be... you on some kind of life size dolls mailing list? Maybe after. <laughs> going to that website <laughs> I swear it's Black Widow <laughs> so what is your geek art <laughs> uh, oh, oh art please talk now okay DC fandom was last weekend I completely missed it after the DC death watch guy being the DC death watch guy for for all those years I'm crying now, over and, yeah, here <laughs> Uh, but I did, you were able to go through and see, again, one of those things where, okay, I've lost my, my audience. Hopefully you, dear listeners, are still Type following along. edit here also. <laughs> yeah, we're going to roll with this one. Okay, go ahead. Okay. DC Fandom. So, yeah, so things that came out include The Batman or the the Batman trailer. What you What'd you think that about? That was awesome. What'd you I guys thought think? it looked really good. I'm fired up for it. You? I, you know, I think. I, yeah, I mean, it looks so much better than I thought it would. Me too. It, I like the year one, possibly year two feel it has sure. to it. Very yeah. almost realistic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love the way they're portraying the penguin. Yeah, man. That's I mean, Colin would you Farrell. have recognized no, him? No, I would not have at all. I had no. to go back and look at it again. Yeah. And then the Joker costume that we've seen now in some toy releases looks just yeah. friggin' creepy. Yeah. I mean, not Joker, Riddler. Riddler. Yeah, Riddler. I was going, wait a minute, I missed all the wrong trailer. Yeah, there's a... And he seems pretty creepy. I mean, they've taken, you know, kind of a... Um, Maybe a B villain, really. In the '60s, he was an A villain, but after that, he kind of dropped off the face. <laughs> he kind of went to E or L. Yeah, that's right. Maybe so. Uh, it's a mystery. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so that looks really good. It did. I think it, it very looks really much good. set apart visually from any of the other Batman. Movies. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, you saw the first look at the first real look at Catwoman. I think that's going to be uh, she's going to be good in that. Zoe Kravitz, I think, mm-hmm. is her. Is name. she going to go her way? I don't know. Yeah. Lenny. Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. That was Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. You know who she oh, is. Oh, he got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably got a life size doll coming, you know? 
Oh, anyway, Art, what's... Okay, so the Batman trailer looks awesome. The next trailer that we saw was the Flash teaser. Which looked amazing. Ezra Miller came on and apologized for not having enough scenes to put a trailer together. But there was a pretty long teaser, so I thought it was good. But the best part of that to me was Michael Keaton's narration or uh, voice over, over the part of it. He's talking... To, uh, and, I didn't realize that. and we see a behind the scenes yeah. shot of what Which looks may like or, Keaton's cow. Yeah, it's definitely his suit where yeah. he may or may not be in it. That so he shot, and Ben Affleck are going to be yes. sort of a multiverse yes, thing, right? Right. Okay. And Tom Holland for some strange reason. No, not really. No. no. <laughs> but, it, but this is life size bus. It's going to appear. <laughs> wow, the joke that never ends. Uh-huh. Did you guys see what George Clooney said about being in uh, the Flash? Point movie. Hey, Clooney's like, oh man, I ruined that franchise. I don't blame them at all for not asking me back. Yeah. I just bombed it. It's like, yeah. way to go, George. And it was not his fault. It was the writers, you know, uh, yeah. the late Joel Schumacher. <sighs> Moment of silence. Uh, the other thing was a Black Adam teaser, which seems like it's taking forever for this movie to come together, but they did have a scene, you know. Fe- I did not see that. Featuring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. He's had some interesting comments for uh, uh, the. I keep calling him Captain Marvel, but the Shazam character, uh, not suitable for work or for podcasting, so we won't repeat his comments, but it looks like they're having fun with that. The other thing that I'm really excited about is the new Batman cartoon that's coming to HBO Max that is... Uh, Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim is involved in. J.J. J. J. Abrams, Abrams is again. Yeah. There's one other guy I should remember, but I don't. Um, but anyway... What's, uh, who's the voice of? Well, the voice of, uh, of Batman, who is... Kevin uh, Conroy? Is Kevin Conroy involved? I don't know that he's involved okay. in this. But, um, but Bruce Tim. But Bruce Tim is, and Bruce yeah. Tim is saying he's getting to make the uh, Batman, the animated series, the way he would have liked to have made it back in the 90s. Which, of course, I can't imagine it being any better than Batman, the animated series. One thing is they're going to go darker, which I worried about a little bit more, but... Uh, the way Tim explained it is they're talking, it's going to have more of a noir feeling and it's going to really lean into that same aesthetic of the, the art deco look that uh, Batman, the animated, the, no, the Batman, original Batman, yeah, the, the animated the Tim series had. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Batman, which was, infli- series, which, which was, was influenced by the Tim Burton. Right. Batman. Yeah. So they're going to, they're going to play into that. And I think it's going to be a little bit, uh, Batman's it's again, kind of going back to the, his origins in the thirties, early forties, uh, 39 and early 40s where he was uh, much more violent than uh, he got to be later on so that's uh, with HBO Max I can do that I hope they're not going to go too far you know as HBO Max likes to do and it's something that still could be watched by more than just anybody over 17 so yeah I, I finished Titans last night oh you did and uh, really enjoyed it season 4 was announced at Fandome right yeah that right? was something that came out and uh, love the actors playing but you know I, I I will watch a season four, but I felt like this stretched on a little too really? long. Um, I still need to finish it up. I'm halfway through. It, yeah, so. I, it's really good. I yeah. love Vincent. What's his face as uh, as the scarecrow? Yeah, he was good. We talked about that before, uh, maybe off mic, I think. But uh, yeah. that yeah, I think he, I think he's really good. I think they they've got great characters, great actors. It just to me, the stories seem to drag. Yeah, yeah. Know? So it, I would. It's either twelve or thirteen episodes. I think it's twelve episodes. It probably should have been a ten episode. Right. Run. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that was announced. They talked about some games as well. But uh, those were the kind of, to me, the highlights of the thing. They've got some CD stuff that's a uh, CD, CW things yeah. that are going on. Uh, but um, have you watched Star Girl at all? Not this season. I watched the whole first season and loved it, and then haven't watched any of this season. And I don't know if it's just uh, I forget about it or what. I really liked it. 
Uh, and I haven't watched it at all yet. What about Doom Patrol? Did you get into Doom uh, Patrol? I watched the first episode of that of that. I did not like it. I want to give that a second chance because I understand that they kind of found their rhythm maybe halfway through the first season and certainly into the second season. And they recast some folks in the second season. Oh, they did. Okay. I didn't realize that. Um, I mean, didn't uh, Timothy Dalton came in the second season, right? Okay. I, I'm asking. I thought I Timothy know. Dalton, they recast something with the Timothy Dalton. I character. know that the character that played um, whoever his character is uh, was also in, uh, what's the other, was it Titans? Yeah. And yeah, so he a, was a different guy in Titans. There was a crossover. That's yeah. how they got Gar and yeah, right. um, okay. whoever else it was. Yeah. So, But I haven't seen any more of those. Yeah. All right, I'm going to jump universes from the DC Universe to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And a uh, book dropped the last couple of weeks called The Story of Marvel Studios, The Making of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which it's a, it's a gorgeous two-volume um, uh, set. Uh, real analogous to the making of Star Wars, yeah, making the Empire like. Strike Back. I actually have ordered it because I want to see it. Uh, and they've gone into deep background of how the Marvel Universe got set up. Uh, one of the interesting... Uh, things that were pulled from an interview, um, John Favreau said, quote, as he was getting ready to do Iron Man, Marvel had already met with Robert Downey Jr. before, I think, to play Dr. Doom. So think Dr. what would Doom. have happened wow. back in 2005 if Robert Downey Jr. had become Dr. Doom in the first Fantastic Four movie. Okay, so the first one that had... Uh Oh, Eon, whatever his name is. And Griffith. Yeah. Which, it looks like Griffud or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But Chris and, Evans. And Chris is, Evans is, is, yeah. As Human Torch. And uh, Jessica Alba. Yeah. Right. As Sue Reed. And then uh, Michael Chitlis. Chitlis. Yeah, yeah. That's right. As The Thing. Yeah. Um, so think how that movie would have been somewhat yeah. different with Robert Downey Jr. I mean, right now we can't imagine. Him. I can't imagine him playing any different than he did. And so it'd be like Tony Stark as, as Dr. Doom, but it may not have been, I don't know. He's a talented actor, but I can't imagine, I can't imagine him doing anything other than that. Yeah. Yeah. Would exactly. be looking so at, who played Dr. Doom in that? Uh, the guy from Nip Tuck. Nick Tuck. Yeah. Know, I was going to say who, that, you know, uh, unfortunately never did anything really after that. He, he didn't, did he? Ah. Um, yeah, maybe he did. We're sorry if he's listening. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no life-size bust. If him as Dr. Doom. <laughs> that, that Jay has found. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Jay may find one before mm-hmm. it's all said and done. So, but I found he that does have a Jessica Alba's invisible girl, but <laughs> yeah, he does. She's I can't find it. <laughs> she can't, can't find it yeah. anyway. Dang it. It's right here. Yeah. And he, 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 he lost his wasp, his, uh, realistic, uh, <laughs> wasp, you know, she shrunk down. That's right. She's, you know, somewhere she's on flypaper somewhere. Yeah, probably so. All right. This has gone off the rails as usual. When we come back, we're going to stay in the DC universe. It's like my mic went out, which would be a good thing. We're going to stay in the DC universe and talk the HBO max adventures of Batman podcast, which these two guys have fully listened to. And I haven't, but I'm sure I have an opinion next. During the break, we've told Jay he can no longer bring in life-size geeks of the week, or he can do it when a week when Art is not here. So yeah. that's a new rule going forth. So, well, so if Art's not here, I'll bring one in and we'll put it in that's his right. chair. <laughs> okay, now I'm disturbed that you have a life-size replica of me. That you- <laughs> that's It's just yeah. getting creepier. But yeah. talking about something that's not quite as creepy but has atmosphere, it's the Adventures of Batman podcast on HBO Max. Or Batman, the audio, audio adventures. adventures. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, you see, I've only listened to two. And so, 
Batman the Audio Adventures is a it's it's the first two episodes are available on pretty much any podcasting platform out there, correct? Right, yes. Uh, but episodes three through ten are only available on the HBO Max application yes. platform, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Art, being the resident Batman expert, give us the setup for what they did and what you heard. Well. As we've mentioned before, I'm a big fan of old time radio, and that's what they kind of took at this approach. Uh, and it's it, for it's, I found out it's DC Comics' first scripted podcast. Although I think they've uh, got some other things in the works, but um, really, yeah, because I was I found that hard to believe in terms of of doing this. Now there was a Batman radio series years ago, but and then Batman and Robin both appeared on Superman's old time radio. But, uh, thing years and years ago, but but, but not like the the fantastic the Marvel adventure. No, things nothing we talked like that, about and nothing the, like the Wolverine podcast that came out a few years ago. Do you remember that? I do not. Oh, it's really good. You ought to look that up. It's uh, I think you can find it on Spotify. Uh, it was a paid thing. You had to be a, a premium member gotcha. of something. But how the claws sound when he did? You know, it. kind of kind of stuff. Uh, that very, was great. Yeah. <laughs> I was a special effects person for the podcast, uh, but it was really it was it was very graphic, very adult kind of stuff, a lot of bad language and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but but what the audio adventures wanted to do is they wanted to be kind of somewhere between the '66 Batman series with Bat, with Adam West and the Batman the animated uh, the animated adventures that uh, we watched. So they kind of wanted that feel. So it was there was a. You know, a funny thing to it. People thought they didn't either. They thought it wasn't funny enough, or they thought it wasn't serious enough. But I felt like they they really hit right in that right zone. Mm-hmm. The two episodes I listened to, yeah. I really uh-huh. really enjoyed. And I mean, you know, the the, the production quality was fabulous. Uh, and it, it was kind of it kind of poked fun at itself a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, it did. Like I said, the production value was great. But it always seemed to kind of have uh, tongue-in-cheek, or I would say winking at the camera, but there's no camera, obviously, winking at the microphone, possibly. Um, and, you know, in, in terms of the adventure, there were usually several things happening. There were very uh, specific segments of each show. Uh, so you would have, you'd have one main story. You had uh, Batman facing an ultimate face-off with the Joker. Meanwhile, the Joker was played by Brett, Brent Spiner, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, that, a, he very did terrific. Different, I thought he did a great job, too. Very different take in, from what we've heard, especially in animation mm-hmm. kind of things. I mean, he was not trying to be Mark Hamill, which I think was good. Because really nobody liked, can be Mark Hamill. No, but I really... Did you still... Yeah, you like I, haven't, I haven't heard the Mark Hamill, but once I you know had looked at who was playing what role... You know, I could kind of picture the Brent Spiner of Independence Day with the yeah, mad scientist yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of hair, uh, sure. but with the with the pale face of Data, and so I could really see yeah. him as Joker, and the and that just made it better. And I did not realize that was him at first. I had to look at the either. credits to see who yeah. it was. Some of the voices I recognized. Um, who played Barnell? Who I, plays Batman? Who played Batman? Jeffrey Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. Wright. You know, he's in a lot of things. We should do a podcast. We about should. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, yeah that's, but he was a, be the right thing to do. A little, a little different sounding Batman. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, and but I thought he was fabulous as Batman. Yeah. A very, very. Oh, you know, I'm going to save the day, sort of. Yeah. Again, a little bit of a nod to Adam West without yeah. being nearly that mm-hmm. campy, uh, and not as. But the very short, like. Phrases, clip delivery, yeah, yeah exactly. right. And then uh, some of those same, same things like uh, the Boy Scout kind of stuff, uh, you know, the good citizen kind of role. Right, or, right. You know, there may have even been some old chums or whatever mm-hmm. in there occasionally, but you know, so that thought was good. 
Uh, Chris Parnell was a narrator. Uh, there are a lot of folks from um, from Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Jason Sudeikis was in there. Uh, what, what did Sudeikis play? He was mayor. Hamilton Hill, the mayor. Okay. It was hilarious. I thought that character was great. And he gets progressively less and less concerned about his public image as things go on. Uh, Seth Meyers was um, uh, Jack Ryder, who we've mentioned before, was the creeper. They didn't call him that in this. But Who, who, who played Robin? Robin was a woman. Let's yeah. see. Uh, oh, I just had that. Which was almost a nod to the Dark Knight Returns because yeah. that was a female Robin, but it it Melissa Villasenor, yeah, which I, who I think was one of the uh, producers also, right? Maybe not, but she had that upper pitched, yeah, like yeah. very. You could kind of tell it was a woman, but uh-huh. not sure. Man, Every once in a while, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Rosario Dawson, another one of those we probably should do a, a Catwoman pod- podcast on because she's also in everything, yeah. So, uh, so she was good. Brooke Shield was Vicky Vale. Some of these oh, folks only she popped was great. up, but some of these folks didn't pop up all that often, you know. Mm-hmm. But they would be there. John Leguizamo was the Riddler in Edward Nigma, and I thought he was great. I, I did thought too. he did a really good job. Yeah, and it did help. I mean, knowing the voices were uh-huh. great on their own, but knowing who they were and kind of having that picture, and uh-huh. it it, it now, helped me. Bobby Moynihan did the Penguin, and to me, he seemed to kind of bleed over a little bit more into Mark Hamill's Joker than. Uh, than uh, the actual Joker did. Alan Tudyk. Oh, sure. Was Alfred. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. You had some folks that here that were just... Heidi Gardner, who I think was also on, a, on Saturday Night Live, was, um, was uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, Ray Wise, who I think was in Twin Peaks. Uh, mm. Played Bob, or ended up being Bob. Uh, let's see who else was Fred Armisen. Did you yeah, Fred Armisen was King Scimitar, who had a minor role in the beginning and then kind of came back, came yeah, back for an interesting back, callback. Yeah. Um, let's see, who Tim else Meadows. Here? Tim Meadows, and I always like Tim Meadows and everything he, he's in. He was Jeremiah Arkham, the uh, psychiatrist behind uh, Arkham Asylum. Oh, nice. Yeah, and he was really good as well. Everybody, it was just all really well done. And like I said, the the story could get to be convoluted and. Um, uh, you know, sometimes complex, but I thought it was okay. I mean, it all tied back. I mean, all it all tied kind back, of came yeah. together, but yeah. it was a lot of, yeah. a lot going on at yeah. some points. And, uh, how did you, how did you listen to it, Jay? But, you know, I'm just as often as possible. I mean, but did you li- watch it on the phone or on TV? Did you have it? No, I was mostly listening to it in the car, just on the way back and forth to work as I do a podcast. But the last episode, I had I was somewhere else and I had it in front of me and I didn't realize that there was like there's a picture of a radio yeah and there's a backdrop but there's stuff there's stuff going on going the whole on time. behind and that's what I was listening to it in More the car like the as well set. so the phone would typically go black as I'm listening to it uh-huh. and somehow I think I may have seen it earlier than you did but it would yeah so this radio is is dropped in this old radio that had a little bat symbol little bat, in there right. very cool looking thing. And wherever they were, like if there, there were a lot of things that happened on a pier. And so it would change to that pier background, very subtle. If there was an explosion, you'd see mm-hmm. a little flash on there. So there's a visual as element to it as well, which if you watched it on TV, mm-hmm. you know, on a, on a, on a television, uh, you would see that, you know, it's full screen. Yeah. And I guess they do that because it it's is still interesting Max, to me yeah. that there's not, that there's not an HBO podcast, an audio only type of, uh, application mm. as opposed to this and i guess if they do more maybe they'll come up with something like that yeah but I had that made it very interesting and then listen to it otherwise i couldn't yeah same way with it, especially being in the car i and right. I, I listened to it uh to and from in fact i think i've got the whole thing in going to and from nashville uh 
and just had it uh, had mm-hmm. downloaded so I wouldn't have to worry about losing it. You know, having yeah. some. I even played a little bit of for Melissa and she liked it too. Just yeah, you know, Becky listened to some thing, of it but... too. Uh, I think there was an episode or two I watched um, as it started out, watched on television and uh, through the HBO Max app on Apple TV. And uh, and Becky thought, well, this is pretty good. This sounds pretty good. It was um, just, I mean, the it was a good story, but as you alluded to, it it tied off. I mean, like the advertisements. Yeah. Oh the, yeah, yeah. All the old radio ads and everything, you know, connected. Right. And and it was just so well written. Yeah. On top of because it wasn't just and some random of the, ads. It right. Was they would all, foreshadow what was yeah. coming up. You know, so it was or tie in directly to what was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, in that story. Uh, so it was really, really well done. And I found myself anxious to hear the next episode when one ended. Oh, yeah. I pretty well put everything else aside. Yeah. You know, all the other podcasts yeah. I was listening really, to. Really, really good. Um, and <laughs> listen to that straight. I'm, I'm, so I'm looking at it on the HBO Max app on the phone. And I love how the, the like you said, the, the backgrounds, I thought they would be a little bit more subtle than that. But no, no they're just out of focus. It's yeah, just kind of, yeah. yeah. So, so, so yeah, you've got the, you've got the, the, the bat radio in the, yeah. in the left side in focus, but the, the whole background ends up changing to, to reflect what the content that's going yeah. on. So very, very nice. We need Have to heard make one of those for ours. Another season? I'd- yeah, I think they're, uh, well, I, I haven't heard for sure, but there is some speculation they may do another season, but uh, I don't know. It be, might be hard to get all those people back together again. Well, um, yeah. You know, I like that. Yeah. He likes when all the people come back. That's right. And it, it's a very easy thing to do in a pandemic situation because it's just audio. Yeah. Yeah. So you could give everybody the right tools to record their own stuff and, and, and do that. That'd be really good. Um, trying to think what other th- things about it that, that had something there. Um, it says Keenan Thompson was in one episode, but I don't know. No, Keenan Thompson was, he was, that's, that's one that I wanted to mention. He was Commissioner Gordon and a very different Commissioner Gordon. Really? Yeah. He was Commissioner Gordon. Um, uh, he did a good job, you know, and he played it, you know, he was one of the, you know, funnier folks. Oh, the thing I was going to say is it actually got kind of dark, got very dark, you know, towards the end with, uh, the bus scene and, and some of those. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So, you know, well, that was a different, I'm maybe, I'm, I'm sure I just haven't, I mean, I'm not up on all the things that you see like y'all, but I mean, he, he, they pictured Joker as like very violent and not afraid to just kill whoever. Right. Yeah. Is that, that's the Joker. Accurate? Yeah, that's the Joker. I mean, yeah, the Joker from the comic books and from any, uh, you know, movie or especially the animated movies that you'll see now is very, very violent. Okay. And he actually, that's how he came about first. And of course, you know, in the 50s, he had disappeared largely for a long time uh, in the 60s because the the um, the portrayal in the 66 series uh-huh. you know was was funny right and so he went away that's and probably actually, what i knew best yeah and uh, well a and lot jack of nicholson <laughs> yeah and uh and neil adams and um uh, diddy o'neill brought him back in uh in the comics and really kind of played back up to that um you know suicidal i mean not suicidal homicidal maniac kind of guy and yeah. is the origin story accurate too the red hood it thing? changes the red hood was kind of retconned later okay um it started out where he was just a guy that fell into the vat okay. You know, Acme Chemical and and, and changed. Uh, that was kind of a neat way they did that whole thing. They they told the origin story and they have a a twist on that you haven't heard before because in every other story he's a bad guy. But and, uh, spoiler alert, and I don't want to say too much to spoil it for you either, Robbie. But 
uh, a bad guy, it's the, the accident that causes him to become maniacal. And they have a, a real neat twist on it that Batman reveals through some detecting that he's done. Huh. So that was kind of cool. Cool. I'll have to. I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, just, it's it's well worth it's well worth listening to again. I would like to probably listen to it again because I know there's a bunch of stuff I miss. You know, especially like if you're driving, you know, and have to make a turn or something. You're going, oh, what what happened? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to to listen to some more and maybe watch the the screen a little bit and see what up. You know, the back, yeah, the backdrop. Yeah, the neat thing about the screen is it's cool. It's not distracting enough so that if you are driving, it's something right. that you don't find yourself just having to watch the whole time, which would be bad. But when you look over and you see, wow, wait, what's going on here? That's kind of that's kind of mm-hmm. neat. So, you know, I find it interesting that in the we talk Marvel versus DC a lot. This type of alternative storytelling in the DC universe is accepted because there's so many different variants in the DC universe. Yeah. This would be a little difficult to pull off in a Marvel universe, I think, because now we have the accepted. Um, this is Iron Man. This is Captain America. This is you know X, Y, and Z. I think it'd be really difficult for somebody to for Disney to try to do something like this that's not true to the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point. I mean, what do you guys? Voice wise, yeah, yeah. I, well, no, I'm just. They did a decent job with what if. I mean, that's right. Yeah, yeah, but, but I, I guess what I'm saying is there's been so many different versions of Batman through the years. I mean, it's except it's almost like James okay. Bond, right? I mean, you've got you've got a like Timothy Dalton, you've got a Roger Moore. I wasn't going there, but but, but where? Yeah, exactly. Who. He said Doctor oh, Who. Okay. But but Marvel, I don't think has they can't give you a little bit Not more yet. wacky Tony Stark. Are a little bit more bravado. Yeah, Captain I agree America. with that. You'd you'd have to do it like what if, where you if you exactly. can't get the actor, you get somebody that sounds like him, and you stay true to that character. Now, That's right. What if gave him a little bit of leeway because so, they could have they could have played up, you know, you know, you had a zombie version or whatever, or you yeah. had uh, different versions of Doctor Strange, but really, even Thor was basically just we'd kind of seen that Thor already. You know, in the, in the first episode, he was a little bit more of a partier, but I mean, it was just. It wasn't. It wasn't a real different kind of guy, and it was a more carefree take of Fat Thor from Endgame. Yeah, or you know the way he right. was at the very beginning. Excuse of me, the, Chubby Thor. Chubby Thor. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, I think you've got a good point there. I mean, and what they might could do is do it with um, um, character, like they did. They did Wolverine, and uh, I can't remember who plays Wolverine in the um, in the audio version that they did. So. I think if you found somebody and stayed true to the character, you could do that. But yeah, you couldn't do it. You couldn't do a real, uh, I don't know, lighthearted version. Uh, and and yeah, that's kind of yeah. interesting to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So highly recommended. Highly recommended. Absolutely. Yeah. I know we've talked about it before, but I think I would say, suggest you definitely go out and find it and do mm-hmm. it. If you and if you've got to abandon our podcast to listen to it for a couple of weeks, we won't hold that against you. I know I will. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that wraps I'm up. I'm listening to it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why you have two sets of headphones That's right. On. That's yeah, right. There you go. All right, we're going to wrap it for this week. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time around.